0: Welcome to the Impact Zone. I'm Courtney Coleman, your personal impact mentor, equipping women to make an intentional impact from the inside out. If this is your first time in the Impact Zone, hola, thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. You'll always find me inspiring, encouraging, and equipping people. It's what I do naturally. I love helping creative decision-making focused women who are ready to go from idle to impact. Hello, my name is Courtney Coleman and I am here to share with you myths about hypnosis. First, I want to share a little bit about who I am. I'm the mother of two young adults. I'm an empty nester studying at the Institute of Hypnotherapy, which is absolutely amazing. And after I graduate, I will have over 500 hours of training to become a clinical and transpersonal hypnotherapist. And then I'll add interpersonal. I absolutely love going to the beach. It's my safe haven, my place to refuel, a place to recharge and ground, a big part of my self-care. One thing about me is that I would love to move to the Dominican Republic. I absolutely love this place. I just want to get off line with my client, walk out the back door and onto the white sandy beach with the turquoise water this is absolutely my place and a little known fact about me years ago when I was married my husband then booked a honeymoon to the Dominican and at the time I was almost fluent in Spanish and when I spoke being in Texas people would constantly ask me are you Dominican? And at the time, I did not know what that was, and I was very offended. But once I got off the plane, I instantly saw why everyone thought I was Dominican. And I felt so at home. It has been my dream ever since 2003 to live in the Dominican Republic. So... My mission is to give love by serving myself and others, helping us to innately be free from our past, to be authentic in our true selves, expressing passion, forgiveness, understanding, honest, with love in its entirety, while living as our higher selves in a beautiful state, fulfilling our purpose with passion. So, My goal is really helping as many people become emotionally free from our past today to live the lives they desire from the inside out. Now, let's get to myths about hypnosis. Myth number one, a hypnotist is a person gifted with the special, mystical, or unusual powers about or self-inducing the hypnotic state. Not true. A hypnotist is a human being without unusual or mystical powers. We're just regular human beings. We're well-trained hypnotists that understand that the person hypnotizes themselves. We use the effective delivery of suggestions to facilitate an altered state of mind and teach our clients to bring about self induced hypnosis. Myth number two, a person may not be easily awakened and may remain in the hypnotic state for a long time or get stuck in this state, simply not true, because no one has remained indefinitely in a hypnotic state. The state can be terminated at will, whenever you so wish. It is as simple as opening the eyes And you cannot get stuck in hypnosis and not wake up. Myth number three. Hypnosis affects a cure in just one or two sessions. It's a panacea. False. In many instances, one or two sessions of hypnosis may enable a person to break a habit. However, in the majority of the cases, it requires a number of sessions before a favorable result is obtained. It is not a panacea. It cannot cure all human problems and it cannot do it instantly. Now there are, because of the method, we can actually help people faster than other therapy methods. Number four, Many people can't be hypnotized. The truth is 90% of all people can be hypnotized. So there's a great possibility that you can be in hypnosis and heal yourself. Myth number five, only the gullible or weak-minded can be hypnotized. False. You cannot hypnotize a feeble-minded person it takes imagination and a willingness to cooperate, a willingness to accept suggestions. The more intelligent and imaginative the person, the easier it is to hypnotize them. People who are gullible are easily deceived or duped. The truth is, the more creative and intelligent a person is, the easier it is to induce hypnosis. And on the other side, the more analytical and controlling a person is they just can't let go they have to be in control the harder they are to induce hypnosis and we have tools that allow us to help help them relax so that they can get their healing as well but they really are the harder ones to induce the best subject is a person who has a definite reason or motivation for wanting to be hypnotized So people come to hypnotherapists because they've tried everything else and nothing else is working. So they are coming to us to get the help that they need to stop the problems and the issues. So they want to follow the suggestions. They're not there to fight against us. Myth number six, when in hypnosis, you're out of control. This is the complete opposite. I think this is the place where you have the most control fact is you cannot be hypnotized against your will and you have to want to be hypnotized in order for it to happen so in order to be hypnotized you must first want to be hypnotized you must have confidence in the hypnotist and you must be willing to accept suggestion and you must also be free from fear and you must be free from the need to be in control You have to allow the things that your subconscious brings to you to come up and to be able to work with them and follow the hypnotist's instructions, the suggestions. So removing fear is the biggest block of all, and you'll be able to be hypnotized. Myth number seven. A person can be made to do or say anything and is under the hypnotist's control. They could be made to commit a crime or go against their moral principles. False. Fact is, in hypnosis, a person will not do anything against his or her moral principles. He will not commit an antisocial act. He has the power to select only the suggestions he is willing to suggest to accept. He will reject any improper suggestions He will never commit a crime or an illegal act. And you cannot be given a suggestion or a post-hypnotic suggestion that will go against your morals and principles and accept it. You just won't. Because your subconscious is meant to protect you at all times. Myth number eight. Hypnosis is sleep, an unconscious state, And when hypnotized, a person is not aware of their surroundings, like they're in a coma or something. But the truth is, in hypnosis, awareness is increased. You don't fall asleep in hypnosis, because we need to be able to communicate, you to communicate with your subconscious. And in hypnosis... You're aware of everything that is going on around you. It's a hyperacuity. You're more aware. Hypnosis might resemble sleep, yet it's not sleep. It's just a state of expanded awareness. And you're fully aware of what is being said to you the entire time when you're in hypnosis. And again, you can reject any suggestion that is given to you at any time. The ego never totally disassociates in hypnosis. So your conscious and your subconscious are present. You're just allowing yourself to be relaxed in a state where we calm down that conscious mind, where your critical factor is, all that overthinking is, so that we can communicate with the subconscious. The ego is present in hypnosis, and therefore you would never act outside of your code of ethics The senses are generally enhanced, the hyperacuity I mentioned before, when a person is in a hypnotic state. They hear sounds in the general area and is quite aware of what's going on. Quite often, you're more aware than less aware, and you'll hear us say something like, any sound you hear, including the sound of my voice, just makes you more relaxed. Myth number nine, a person must be deeply hypnotized to be helped. This is not true. You don't need to be in a deep state of hypnosis to benefit from it. Beneficial results can come from taking suggestions while in a light trance or a medium trance. And that's when I was saying to you that we need you to interact with your subconscious so you can't be totally unconscious sleep. You have to be able to participate. And so we measure the depth of hypnosis that you're in to make sure that you're gonna get what you need to get out of your hypnotherapy. If we put you in too deep, you'll enjoy it too much and you'll just relax and won't respond. So we have to make sure that you're in a state that we can communicate with your subconscious. Myth 10, hypnosis is an unnatural and artificial state. No, hypnosis is a natural yet altered state of mind where we go around your critical factor where we make your your conscious so bored that it allows us to speak to the subconscious myth 11 Hypnosis is merely relaxation and nothing more. This is not meditation, let me tell you. You can be relaxed and not yet hypnotized. You've done yoga, you've done meditation, you weren't hypnotized. And you can be hypnotized and not be relaxed. As when we have certain processes, protocols, in which you have to get out anger, you're not relaxed. Relaxation is only one aspect of one kind of trance. There's many different ones that we put you in depending upon the work that you desire to do. Hypnosis is catalepsy, and a person cannot move when in that state. Not true. Catalepsy can occur in or out of a trance and is not hypnosis in and of itself. The apparently catatonic state known as the hypnotic coma, is not an unconscious or catalectic state, but is such a state of profound relaxation that a person does not want to move because they are so relaxed. They don't want to move, think, or speak, but that is because they desire not to move, think, or speak. They have control. However, They're fully conscious and can terminate the state at any time they want to. Myth 13, the eyes must be closed for hypnosis to be present. This is simply not true. Closing the eyes do not imply hypnosis. The eyes can actually be open during a hypnotic state. So if you haven't noticed when you're driving during rush hour and you get from one place to the other, and you kind of don't think about it and you listen to the car commercials that come on repeatedly one after the other about car accidents, they're using their time most effectively because you're in this state, this relaxed state of driving in the car and receiving suggestions and your eyes are wide open. Myth 14, hypnosis is brainwashing. Let's get some facts about brainwashing. According to the American Heritage Dictionary, they define brainwashing as intensive, forcible, indoctrinational, usually political or religious, aimed at destroying a person's basic convictions and attributes and replacing them with an alternative set of fixed beliefs. Brainwashing involves an altered state where some form of deprivation is present, a hypnotist cannot make someone do something that they would not normally do and empowers our clients to access this state themselves and to make their own positive changes. So there is no way this could be brainwashing. Myth 15. Hypnosis is a surrender of one's will to the hypnotist. It is one stronger soul having power over a weaker soul when the hypnotic subject is under the power of the hypnotist. No. A hypnotist doesn't have power over another person. Modern hypnosis uses the word in when describing hypnosis in that the person is in a hypnotic state. Modern hypnosis does not use the word under as if The hypnotist, the hypnotic subject is under the power of the hypnotist. The older model has been found untrue. In modern hypnotherapy, both the hypnotist and the client are seen as equals where the hypnotist facilitates the process, but does not control it. Also, avoiding this phrase down into hypnosis for the same reason. So clients resolve their issues from their own inner resources, from their own subconscious mind, from their own personal development work that they've been doing. And me as the hypnotherapist, I'm just a facilitator, just a guide to help you to get to where you need to go. So it's like I become your conscious mind so yours doesn't have to worry about it so that you can communicate with your subconscious Myth 16, hypnosis is a truth serum. A person could be made to say anything, reveal secrets, or say embarrassing things. No, that's a lie. You can lie in hypnosis. You can make up anything you want in hypnosis. You can edit and withdraw information in hypnosis. You don't have to reveal secrets. You can say you see what you need to see, but you don't want to say it. You can say you hear what you need to hear, but you don't want to tell the hypnotherapist. And that's totally fine. We can still go through the process. When hypnotized, you will not do anything against your will again. You can reject any suggestion that is given to you at any time. A client will never divulge or do anything that he or she would not say or do in their regular waking consciousness. But you can be free to say whatever you want without judgment in a safe space of the office of the hypnotherapist. Myth number 17, hypnosis is anti-religious. There are no religious connotations associated with hypnosis you haven't heard me mention anything about religion. And myth number 18, when hypnotized, repressed memories of trauma always emerge. Simply not true. Now hypnosis can be used to uncover repressed memories. That's true. But the hypnotic state itself does not by default bring them to the surface. A client will never see something that he or she is not ready to see, such as a memory that will come up if the client or the hypnotist hasn't intended to bring up. So if there's something in your subconscious that you feel like, I put the monster to sleep, I don't want to wake it up, it's been quiet, I just want to leave it where it is, it will stay there. Your subconscious will not bring you anything you can't handle. Why? because your subconscious is meant to protect you at all times. So until you've done enough work and until it's ready to come up and you're ready to process and deal with it, your subconscious mind won't bring it up. So how does hypnotherapy compare to other therapy practices? Well, let's look. In just three to eight hypnotherapy sessions, one issue could be resolved and other issues kind of like topple along the way. But you would need 72 behavioral therapy appointments to maybe handle one issue and 600 psychology appointments to maybe begin to work on what could be already handled and done in hypnotherapy. And I will tell you, I've had talk therapy appointments and all I did was yell and scream and curse at her and ask her to tell me what else I could do. And she was like, you have all the coping skills. You know what to do. And then she told me, I didn't really have any real problems. There were other people who had real problems. The client's problems are real to them. And my problem was real. Needless to say, I no longer go. So now that you're informed about the myths and the truths about hypnotherapy, you can now make an educated decision on if this is right for you or not. You can decide, hmm, this problem isn't bad enough for me to do anything about. The pain isn't, you know, too much for me to want to change and do anything about. Hmm." I can just stay the same. I'm fine even though I'm miserable. I'm fine even though I'm unhappy in my relationships and I don't know why I keep choosing the same person. I'm fine even though I'm not reaching my goals and I keep saying this is what I wanna do. I'm fine even though I wanna start this business but I just don't know why I don't do it. You can stay the same, that's your choice. Everything about hypnotherapy is about your choice. Nobody can make you do anything. But for the person that has said, it has been long enough, I've been torturing myself about my past, it is past time for me to stop manifesting the wrong thing, it is time for me to take this change. I need this change. I can't do anything anymore the way I used to. I can't take doing this anymore. I have to make a change. And I need to do something now. So this is for that person. What I would like for you to do is to book your clarity call. And let's see if hypnotherapy is the right modality for you. And let's see if I'm the hypnotherapist that is for you. And we can do that on a short call. And you can do that by going to www.courtneycoleman.com com forward slash clarity call you'll simply look at the schedule and choose a date and a time that is best for you and it's a 30 minute time slot just for it to have a casual conversation about what your issue is what your areas of concerns are and how i may be able to help you or even refer you So I would love for you to share your ahas with me. Let me know, oh my gosh, I had this fear and you covered it. And now all of my fears about hypnotherapy are gone. Or, oh my goodness gracious, I feel so duped. I could have been healed a long time ago had I not believed these myths. I would love for you to share those with me. You can share them with me on social media by just tagging me at Courtney C Hypno. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can use that handle so that I will get tagged. Or you can email me at info at CourtneyColeman.com. My website is www.courtneycolman.com, where you can find out more information about me. And once again to book your clarity call visit www.courtneycoleman.com forward slash clarity call. I hope this was very informational for you. I hope this helped clear up some myths and misnomers for you. My desire is that you are now informed enough to make an educated decision on if hypnotherapy is right for you. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out and don't forget to book your clarity call. Until next time, stay true to the real you. I'm Courtney Coleman. listening and being in the impact zone. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast. Sharing the impact zone on your favorite social media and with your circle of influence is greatly appreciated. You can also rate and review the impact zone to tell me where you are and the impact it has made in your life. Your feedback helps me continue equipping women to make an intentional impact from the inside out. For more information on how we can work together, visit www.CourtneyColeman.com. I'm Courtney Coleman, your personal impact mentor, encouraging you to stay in the impact zone, making an intentional, positive impact.